The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. And no, we did not get DJX. Relax. Our free agent frenzy is not over, folks. We're going to hit that and more here on show 405. Let's get ready to rumble in West Texas. That is, there is a pate, a barbecue, the West Texas Rada Booster Club first annual barbecue getting down downtown. Gonna have a great time there. Mike Vegas, the president, getting it done June 21st, 2014. It'll be off the chain 12 noon to 8 p.m. Special guest, of course, Gorilla Rilla be up in the house. Crazy great guy. Raider Juice. I love these people. Black Widow. The Hazmat Boys. Crazy. B93 Radio Station. DJ Lucky Boys Lopez up in the house. And for directions and locations and extra stuff. Because kids will be there. They'll be face painting. It's crazy. Get together with the Raiders. Raider Nation, that is. 210-473-6319. Check that out. Make it an event. If you're anywhere around there, get that. All right, Raider Nation. On today's show, we will have... Lies, 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 yeah, they're going to get you. You better believe it, lies are going to get you, but all kinds of lies going down in the NFL right now. There is not a GM in the 32 that is telling the truth. Trust me on this. Uh, Manziel, what the hell? So we're going to hit on that. The Raiders get a B-plus as a grade, second in the division for their moves this offseason. Wah, 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 wah. Who gives a rat's ass what mainstream media says? Anyway, we know how good we're doing. We're going to talk about the Raiders being done with free agency? I don't think so. We're going to go over a Raider take from Sean. That's right. That's from the Black Flag Network. This guy is cerebral. I love it. And this take is apropos for where we are right now. And the bone line should just complete this show to a T. Yes, people are calling. There's news. It's the offseason. I can't wait for football. But, man, the Raiders are moving and are shaking. So let's get to the first story, shall we? You've heard him before. You're going to hear it again. This is from Sean of the Raider Take. I love this guy. He's very cerebral, very sharp guy, great Raider fan, and I love the way he put things into perspective. So I'm going to do my best here. A case of deja vu. The last time the Raiders were relevant, they rose to prominence with an unproven head coach, 
a journeyman quarterback, and a mix of young homegrown talent and older veterans acquired through free agency. It kind of sounds like the 2014 Raiders, doesn't it? The problem is, it also sounds like the Raiders of 2003 through 2011. We were horrible. During that period, the Raiders fielded no shortage of unproven head coaches, journeyman quarterbacks, high draft picks, and veteran-free agents. Such is the difference between John Gruden and Lane Kiffin or Tom Cable, between Rich Gannon, Aaron Brooks, or Jason Campbell, the likes of homegrown legends like Tim Brown, Charles Woodson, versus Darius Hayward Bay and Michael Huff. Motivated, motivated, acquired veterans like Bill Romanowski, Rod Woodson, and Jerry Rice versus non-factors like Warren Sapp, Richard Seymour, T. Angelo Hall, and worst of all, Randy Moss. There is no doubt at all that Reggie McKenzie has cleaned up some of the craziness that plagued the Raiders prior to his arrival which included some of the most awful free agent signings in memory and an apocalyptic four-year stretch of first-round draft picks that looks like this. Jamarcus Russell, Darren McFadden, Darius Hayward Bay, and Rolando McClown, all first-round picks, all fell very, very short. That said, and it's something I haven't heard anyone else talk about, it's almost eerie to me how much the new Raiders resemble, well, the old Raiders. Well, when you get down to it, <laughs> really, the hiring of an unproven first-time head coach, Dennis Allen, the turnstile of journeyman quarterbacks, the focus on free agency on older vets who may or may not have much left in the tank, all layered upon a core of young draft picks and right down to the questionable first-round cornerback pick of last year, which was reminiscent of Mr. Al Davis. Well, it sort of looks like deja vu all over again. Hopefully this time it will help us to recapture the glory days instead of the spinning our wheels days. And that's pretty much what... Uh, Sean of the Raider Take had to say, I I see this in a more positive light, although he doesn't paint it in either or. He gives us the opportunity to look at it in any way we like. I, for one, look at it like we have a new Rich Gannon, two-time pro bowler, and I believe we are building a, an organization based on some solid, a good veteran play and a hardworking coach that's got to make it this season. So I see myself, the deja vu is more like the days of Rich Gannon coming in and us taking off and starting to make some noise. That's how I'm thinking, and that's what I look to see here in the 2014 Raiders. Nothing less, that's for sure. Lies, 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 they're going to get you. What they're going to get you is maybe some type of cloaking so that other teams don't 
really know who you're going to pick. Everyone's draft board is ultra top secret. They'll tell you what it might be. There's all type of speculation of what it could be. Uh, and there's a litany of mock draft picks from one end of the globe to the other. From people who know the team well to haters, uh, doesn't matter. The mock drafts are crap, and they really haven't done very much for us in a long, long time. So, this brings me to the Johnny Manziel to Oakland um, fiasco, along with a million other quarterbacks that are showing up there. You know, it's good that we have guys come in. I mean, it's important that players come and show their wares. I'm hoping that Reggie's everywhere and has someone in every little town looking at all the talent and possibilities for this next season. However, these visits, I mean, I wouldn't put too much into it. Facebook's blowing up with the Johnny Manziel, would you or wouldn't you, and a litany of if and buts or what's, which really uh, are coming down to it right now. We're going to find out the answer in just a few days. So, you know, I still think we're trading down. So whatever. I know we'll have an opportunity to get some great players. This is Reggie's last stand. In my book, he needs to do a really, really much better job at picking talent in this year's draft because it's his job and Alan's job. It's riding on it, I'm telling you right now. So don't listen to a lot of rumors. Let's not get too emotional like the D-Jax phenomena, please. You know what? I'm glad he didn't show up here. He really didn't want to be a Raider. Good. We didn't overpay some attitude to be in Oakland, uh, to be a prima donna and a pain in the ass in the locker room, in my humble opinion. So along with stories of how well the Raiders have been doing in free agency and all kinds of other garbage, grades on this and that, this is the time of year that the lies fly out <laughs> like unbelievably fast. Hey, and the agents of the players are probably the biggest liars in the entire game. They love to spin crap left and right, and media is so hungry, they're like a big mouth bass getting up in there and eating that shit all up. So don't buy into it. Not this time of year. After the draft, Things will get a lot more serious and calm the hell down. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, there are those that saying the Raiders are finished in free agency. I say that's some shit myself. I think now free agency started to heat up a little bit better than it was at the beginning. There's going to be players that are dropped very late uh, waiting for trades. Uh, there's going to be a lot of issues there towards the end. I think the Raiders could probably pick up a few more guys. I mean, look, Chris Johnson just got let go. It's getting down to the crunch time, and teams are going to have to make some choices before the draft. Now is the time we could pick up a few guys, and I think we will. You know, there's more players out there that are ready to be cut. There's guys still waiting to be signed. And, uh, well, like I said, Chris Johnson, I know we have a bunch of running backs. I've already been pummeled on Facebook about saying the possibility of taking him. But just imagine, 
MJD and Chris Johnson in the backfield. Yeah, okay, we have too many already, but just think about it for a second. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, it's time for the bone line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line and check out www.raidernationpodcast.com. The site is epic. It's all you need in Raider news. It's all there, folks. Randy goes to great pains to make it happen. Please check it, check it, check it. Will you? All right, the first caller of the show will be Radar. 1375, cool cat, man. I like this guy's style. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, what's going on? This is Sir King 75. I'm back. I've been in hiatus, regrouping, regathering, evaluating, and I must say I am not impressed. I am very unimpressed. I'm very angry, upset. I had a lot of uh, respect and admiration for Reggie McKenzie uh, as the Raider. Uh, I have a lot of history with the Raider organization. Um, and uh, just over the evaluation of the time of all the moves that have been made in free agency, I just I disagree. I agree with the mass that Reggie McKenzie is good at coming in, tearing down the house, uh, basically restructuring uh, the financial situation, but when it comes to putting it back all together, it's a different it's a different thing for him. Uh, we can all take a puzzle and, and tear it down, disassemble it, scatter all the pieces, but but uh, it's going to be a challenge to put them all back together. And the more complex the, the puzzle, the more complex the uh, the process of putting it back together. And I, I you know I've, I haven't been a fan of Dennis Allen from day one. Of course, you know that uh, most of what I said. Came to, came to fruition about him, but I actually had some positive outlook for Reggie McKenzie. But now that I've seen all of this, you know, like you say, buffoonery, a lot of mismanagement. Um, Matt Shaw, of course, this really chaps my hand. This man, uh, I don't care. We had the same type of uh, uh, yardage from Carson Palmer, which was a, 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 a you know a bad deal, but at least. Uh, we did get an eight and eight season here too out of you know that that little deal, but uh, I just I don't understand that. That was real stupid to me. I think they still not um, putting forth trust and uh, and uh, you know putting a little work into the two rookies that they have, which are still good quarterbacks, Terrell and Matt McGoin. I think uh, getting somebody like maybe Mike Vick in would have been better for either one of them because both of them are mobile quarterbacks. Uh, good with Wildcat, um, and and you know, long future. Of course, Vic wasn't going to be there forever, you know. But a good mentor. He he helped Foles out. I don't see why he couldn't help them out. Uh, I just think it's just bad, um, bad management on, on uh, Reggie McKenzie's part, and and Mark Davis for allowing it. And it's, he's the more Reggie McKenzie looks inept, the more he looks inept. Uh, and Dennis Allen, of course, you know, he's inept. Um, I don't really know. Uh, uh, from what I've seen from Olsen, I really can't be bragging on him either. Uh, only one I have somewhat, some kind of uh, respect for it would be Tarver. 
but you know he's still facing the fire, fire too. So, uh, I mean, as a Raider, uh, it's just just frustrating. And I agree. You know, hey, nobody wants to keep drinking the Kool Aid. You know, if you keep following an inept organization, that makes you look inept, and it's just it's ridiculous. So it should be put together uh, much better than this. And I, I know for a fact that none of this stuff was in the, in the plan. None of this was in the plan. He tried to lowball Jared Valdeer and Lamar Houston and Jennings, and they weren't going for it. You mean to tell me all three of them was not not intending on coming back? Come on, man. Those guys made it evident that they wanted to come back way in the beginning. But he he, he kind of stumbled around. He he moved his feet real slow. He shuffled around, and then he gambled, and he lost. And we lost. He didn't just lose. We lost. So with that, Raider Greg, I just want to, you know, just say, hey, man, I told you so. I told, I, I, I saw this coming like a premonition, and I saw it, and I knew what it was going to lead to. And you just watch. This season, it's going to be another failure, another, uh, it may be a little bit better than last year because they know they've got to pull tricks out of the hat. Uh, they're going to basically perform miracles. And so they better pray that, you know, Jesus Christ helps them, you know, come down and just do it himself because that's the only thing that's going to help them. But but with that, Ready Greg, hey, I'm, I'm vented. I'm back. I uh, missed you guys. Had to tune in. And I'm glad you still got it going on. And, hey, let's wish for the best, man. Raider Nation, I'm out. Sir King 75. Well, my man, I, I have to agree with the passion and disappointment because there was disappointment. However, you know, and the last thing you said was, you know, we got to be looking forward to it. We got to move forward. We got to look positive. We have to be positive, man. I got to give Reggie a chance to draft. Got to give him a chance to use these players he's picked up in free agency. I mean, I'm feeling like the Raiders of uh, 1998, man. Pick up Gannon. You know, we picked up Jerry Rice. We... We made a team that was competitive. Then we built also from the draft. You know, so listen, man, I know it's frustrating. It is to me, too. But you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater right now. We're going to see all these players. That means McKenzie and Allen and all the coaching staff uh, in full swing this season. I hope they kick ass. I hope that you're wrong and I'm wrong with with the possibility that we could fail. I think we're going to do a much better job, and we will definitely see it on the field. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, my very good brother from Houston, Texas, Houston Raider Steve. What is up, brother? Hello, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. Yeah, we were all upset first couple days of – Free agency, we lost uh, Lamar Houston, Belier, and Rashad Jennings. But, man, we really came back strong, didn't we? Justin Tuck, Antonio Smith from the Texans, Lamar Woodley, Matt Schaub. Well, the jury's still out with me on Schaub and everything because he couldn't throw down the field, couldn't throw deep, didn't run, just like the last year. But hopefully maybe this will... I don't know. I guess from what they got for him, you know, what what they had to pay for him and get him is worth a gamble on a veteran. No, they wanted a veteran. So I really didn't think they would try to get Michael Vick. I like everything they're doing in the offseason. 
man, I sure wish we'd get that uh, Sammy Watkins out of uh, Clemson. But I think probably that uh, Cleveland might get him if they don't get a quarterback in number four or number five, I believe. But, man, I'm really excited with all the players we have. Reggie, you know, if he didn't go out and get these guys, these veterans, that you know, probably be walking the plank at the end of this season. Anyway, it's really great. We haven't had something like this for a $60, $65 million cap room. We had the most of any team in the NFL. We finally got out of Sally Cap Hill as much as we liked Al Davis. He put us behind the eight ball till this last year, till this year or so. Anyway, love you, my brothers and sisters, and all I can say is go Raiders. We're going to be back, baby. I like the positive attitude, Steve. I like it. Hey, Matt Schaub, dude, he's a two-time pro bowler, lost his way like Rich Gannon did. That's my money. That's what I'm saying. I'm putting it on the table. I'm betting that he turns it around with a different team and a different set of plays. Watch him go. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Rada Rubin from West Salem. What is going on, my man? Great, Greg. This is Ruben from uh, Winston-Salem. So, getting off of work, check my phone to see any updates on the on the Raiders, and I see that Terrell Pryor is demanding, or not demanding, but requesting to be the starter or be traded or released. I find that so hilarious. Why Why do these players with these egos make such demands? Don't, don't they know that this is a privilege that they're playing this week? And and be be able to do that. That's something that not every person gets to do. And they go and make all these demands when everybody knows that they're not that good. And for Terrell prior to, to make that kind of demand, you know, I I, I I feel that you know a lot of the Raider Nation feels like he's getting shafted. He is in, in a certain aspect. But what, what did people uh, expect? I, I said it a long time ago when I called in the show once before, and, and I don't know if you remember or anybody else will remember that. But I said that Terrell Pryor could flourish in a different system under a different coach. Dennis Allen's not, I don't think he's a quarterback friendly coach. Um, going back to Carson Palmer and bringing in Matt Flynn. And I know Reggie McKenzie had a lot to do with that too, but the coach is the one who goes to the general manager and, you know, suggests these type of players. And, you know, it's up to the coach and the general manager to evaluate these guys and make a decision based on their needs and salary cap or whatever other issues might, might come up and, and play. So, you know, I wish – Real prior to best of luck in, in, in the future, but you know, for him to come in, come in with his agent and say that he demands to be traded, released, or he would like to be a starter. I mean, making a request like that after they just go out and trade for Matt Schaub is just really ridiculous. You know, he's lucky that Matt Flynn stunk so bad last season. If not, he would have been holding a clipboard like he did the year before. So, uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird you know, seeing and hearing stuff like this come from players, especially the ones where the fans are so loyal to. 
And I just hope this that Raider Nation doesn't act like donkey fans when it came to Tim Tebow and the way the intention that he got. Um, so on that note, I'll talk to you later. Bye. The Terrell Pryor experiment is officially done. When he changed agents, the fiascos with the, uh, I really didn't say that about the coach garbage, all the drama involved with him, the lack of knowledge, the lack of preparation, uh, the maybe the lack of ability to read the playbook. I know that they really limited it for him, so uh, he wasn't the guy. Uh, maybe somewhere else, like you said, but he wasn't the guy here, and he's going to be gone uh, before we have to pay him another penny. That is for sure. And uh, so we have to look forward to Matt Schaub hopefully becoming the next Rich Gannon. And next we have Red Slim up in the house. What is going on, man? Raider Nation, what's going on? This is Raider Slim. What's going on, Raider Greg? Uh, listen to the last podcast. You're a little upset. Didn't like some of them free agents. I get it. I didn't like them either. You know, uh, Saffold. Hey, I think that was a little buyer's remorse, you know. I don't know if it was so much of the buffoonery, as you say, but I think they just realized, I don't think he's as worth, worth as much as they offered him, so they said, oh, he's hurt. Yeah, we don't want him. Uh, you know, letting Houston go was a little disappointing. Not there. Yeah, you know, I think we got some good pickups, you know. We got uh, got Woodley coming in and talk for, as you say, a year. But you never know. If we do good that one year, they might just come back and do their second year. It's good to have veterans there, keeping people confident, showing them what to do, learning, teaching them how to win, you know. Uh, also got uh, Howard. And pin for the offensive line. Pin, yeah, it might be a little dated, but you know, everybody does that in Tampa. Think about it. Nobody likes Tampa. Uh, but the good piece that we got was Shaw. You know, everybody thinks that hey, he's over the hill, he's run down, he's lost it. But I don't think so. I think he's gonna come in. We're gonna get Carr on the draft. He's gonna teach that boy what to do, and we're gonna have a good setup. Uh, so. Keep your head up, Raider Nation. I don't think it's as bad as we think. I don't think it's our next Super Bowl team, but not as bad as we think. All right? I know I know. we've been waiting for a long time, and it's coming. It's coming. I think we're headed in the right direction. Peace out. Thank you for the call, brother. I do think we're ahead in the right direction as well. I think Shaw was a great pickup. I think uh, we have a foundation to build on like uh, Gruden did in the beginning. So this is just the beginning. We need a great draft, a freaking great draft to make me feel comfortable. Thanks for the call, man. And next we have the Desert Raider. Raider Sid, that is. What's up, man? What up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Sid, a.k.a. Desert Raider. Deep in the heart of Moval. Oh, man, I have mellowed out since the last time I talked to you guys. And uh, I was really pissed off. I'm still kind of pissed off that we lost Phil Deer in Houston. 
and uh, we could have used them to build around as far as foundation goes. But you know what? It is what it is. You got to move on. Uh, we picked up several players. The one I'm most interested in is Matt Schaub. I like it. I got to tell you, I like it, man. That guy is solid. He had one fucked up year, and they throw him away. Fine, we'll take it. Because if he gets back to form, I'm not kidding you. We are back. Now we just got to get some weapons, and we got to draft the fuck out of the draft. That's my new thing. Draft the fuck out of the draft. Because we cannot whiff. We need some starters. You're right. We need four mother-effing starters out of this. You know, everybody wants to build foundation. Well, here it is, man. These young kids got to come and play. And the old dude's got to play, too. Everybody's got to play. If you can't play, you're out. All right? So, uh, Reggie McKenzie, um, dude, I'm telling you, Matt Schaub, that, that's, this could bail you guys out. This could bail the entire Raider Nation out. You know, so I hope this works. I'm excited. I like what I'm seeing. So let's go, Raiders. I'm sick and tired of having to explain all this shit to my friends and why we fucking suck every year. I'm done with that. We need to make a move now, okay? Raider Nation, fucking hang in there. We're going to do it. All right, this is Raider Sid. Sid Desert Radio, out! Again, another shop guy. I... I feel the same. Two-time Pro Bowler, man. He can bring it back to life. Got to get him some weapons. That's where the draft comes in. You know this is the key to our season. Thanks for the call, man. And we have a first-time caller. I like his handle, man. This is the guy. Suck a repellent. (laughs) Priceless, brother. What's up? How you doing? You know, this is my first time calling the bone line. How y'all doing there? My name is Sucker Repellent. You know, that's what they call me. Um, first and foremost, I like to say go Raiders. You know, I love my Raiders. I was born a Raiders fan, so that's all I know. You know, so, you know, you y'all got to feel my love for my Raiders in this organization, you know, and uh, we're going through some trying times right now, but y'all got to stick with the, you know, with the plan. You know, I know it's kind of tough. I hear people mumbling, grumbling. I'm reading all these comments. We're fighting what's, what, you know, within each other in the nation. We got to stop that, y'all. You know, we're we're one nation. You know, and McKenzie, Ron Wolf, John Madden, Davis, they all know what they're doing with our squad right now. They know what they're doing. They're all Raiders. They're they're from they're, they're from the organization. Raiders are helping Raiders rebuild the Raiders. You know, and it's it doesn't look pretty. Rebuilding is not pretty. You know, they know what the plan is. They know what they're doing. Just because we don't see the plan, we don't. We're not a part of the the negotiations or, or the front office stuff. Doesn't mean anything. They don't care about our grumbles. You know, they 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 know what they're doing for the team and for the nation. You know, they bled for Raiders. You know, and 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 you know what? They're going to do something good with our team. You know, I got much faith in them. We got to have faith. We don't we don't lose faith. You don't ever lose faith. You keep it going, nation. We're going to do this. All right, go Raiders. Thanks for for letting me call, and y'all have a good day. Well, there you go, man. That's a positive outlook, Raider fan. He's right though, man. There's <laughs> we're eating our young here. There's a lot of brutality going on in the internet. Between Raider fans. 
Yes, I understand we're passionate. Yes, we don't agree all the time. But, you know, when it comes down to it, we'll be standing next to each other at this Coliseum screaming our ass off, cheering for our team. Yeah, we're not all in agree on uh, things that are going down, but we all agree on one thing. On Sundays, there's one nation, and that's the Raider Nation. Thanks for the call, man. I know you've been waiting. I know you've been patient. So it is time for The Man, Not the Myth. Money Man has spoken. Raider. Hey, Red Nation, I'm calling in and I'm not going to bash nearly as much as I have been in the past. Ever since Mark Davis put his foot in Reggie's big red ginger ass, he's been signing some pretty good free agents. You know, they... No, long in the tooth, and I know I'm not a, I'm not an idiot. I know they're playing to win this year, but hey, as long as we can get to the playoffs, I won't be mad because it's been what since 2002. Why the hell not? You know, you know, win or die situation. Hell, go for it and try to build on it next year. He'll give you another chance. If you win this year, I know Mark will do that. So, you know, hey, the pick's been looking good. I will say this, though. This one thing that's always been caught in my damn crawl about the Raiders is this anointing bullshit. I'm getting tired of that. And that might be a difference in our season because this is the second year in a row these assholes have sat here and, Brought a quarterback in that was on the bench, uh, one star, no, one doing a goddamn thing at his, you know, at his previous team. We bring him here and just hand him the keys. I'm like bullshit. No, I'm tired of that. Quit fucking doing that. Like, look what the Jets did. They went out there and got Michael Vick, who I think is a better quarterback than Matt Schaub, but they didn't give him the job. They told him he's going to bring his rusty ass in there and battle Geno Smith for the starting position. And that's what I like. I like competition, damn it, because the players see that. When the players see competition, they like, hey, I got a chance, as opposed to getting him a job. They're like, well, goddamn, you just going to get this motherfucker a job? Hell, give me a goddamn starting job then. See, that fucks up the team mentally. And Reggie McKenzie and Dennis Allen need to stop doing that bullshit. But, like I said, you should have just brought Matt Schaub ass in. I wish they hadn't traded for him because I thought that was stupid. But brought his ass in and tell him, listen here, you going to battle Matt McGloin and Terrell Pryor instead of just telling Terrell, that you're going to be third string. That's why he want to get up out of here, which I don't mind. I'm like, hell, these motherfuckers are not going to give you a chance to start. I already went over that why, and I was right about it. But we see that. You should have brought him in here, though, 
that all three of them battle for the job, best man wins. Simple as that. But once again, hey, I'm happy. I'm seeing things that's actually going in the right direction. So I don't have to bitch so much like I always do. Just keep up the good work, and we can get Deshaun Jackson. Damn, that'll be a woo. What you talking about? We need a big play receiver downfield. I don't know if Matt, Matt Shaw or Matt McGowan will want. Matt McGowan probably a better guy to get the ball to him unless we draft somebody like Johnny Manziel, but we'll see. But we can get Deshaun Jackson. Hey, we'll be good to go. Hopefully Reggie can pull that off and we can set that draft up and do what we got to do. Nope, it'll be up around because just around the corner. So, hey, we got to do something about it. Make some good draft picks this time, Reggie McKenzie. Go ahead and finish off this free agency period, and we'll see if we can get the Raiders back to the dominant team they were back in the day. And saying that, Raider Greg, I'm out. Well, well, well. What a difference a few days makes. <laughs> I feel you, man. You know, you get all flipped out, and then something good happens. And, uh, well, you know, Terrell's he's got to go. His time here is over. Uh, he ain't never going to get a start here. Uh, and also, Matt Shop, you know, he's got to produce. And Reggie's got to draft well, like you said. But in that, I know this, that their job is on the line this year. And they got a chance to make it so. And I think they're doing their best to win some damn football games because they know their ass is on the line. Thanks for the call, man. And next we have Raider Steve from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Man, it's damn cold over there, man. What's happening? How you doing, Raider Greg? Raider Randy, this is Raider Steve calling all the way from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I'm calling about the Deshaun the, the Jackson rumors. Raider Nation's taking over Twitter with the DJX to Oakland hashtag. I just want to say Reggie, he has to pull the trigger on this. When Marcel Reese was saying he want to see Raider ass moves, this is definitely a Raider ass move. And I can see us, this is a potential playoff, getting us in contention a playoff move right here. We get Deshaun Jackson. He scratches the field. He makes the other receivers better. Our running game is better. It's just he's that piece on offense that we've been lacking. And I think he'll open everything else up for everybody. Um, also want to comment on us getting uh, Maurice Jones Drew. Beautiful signing. Yeah, a lot of people were crying about us not getting Rashard Jennings. We got Maurice Jones Drew to take his spot. They're the same age. Maurice Jones-Drew is just two years removed from leading the whole league in, in rushing. Him and Darren McFadden is going to be a nice one-two punch. His team is starting to come together. Reggie is, is making some real good signings, and I can't wait to draft. Uh, if we get to Sean Jackson, I, I'm not – because I've been pushing and been wanting us to get Sammy Watkins with that fifth pick. If we get to Sean Jackson, we don't necessarily have to get Sammy Watkins. Now we can either – we can go with Khalil Matt. You know what I mean? Maybe heck, Clowney's, Clowney's there, or even grab one of the offensive tackles, um, or even trade down. 
which um, everyone's saying this is a deep draft. I, I wouldn't mind getting an extra second-round pick if we traded from the fifth to about, I don't know, the teens, you know what I mean, 13, 14, and still get a solid player in the first round. Um, right now, I, I think our, our the only other uh, – I also want to comment on re-signing Pat Sims. That's a good pickup. Thing that I'm I'm kind of worried about is I think we we, we need to grab another corner. Um, I prefer us to get a a veteran because with corners that's a position where it's it, it's hard to expect a rookie to come in and make an instant impact at corner. Um, but other than that, our, our team is looking pretty good, man. Um, I'm excited for this upcoming season. Um, I think uh, like the Matt Schaub is going to have a bounce back year. He's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of talent around him. You know, with the with the Maurice Jones Drew signing, him and Darren McFadden, he can. Schaub's not going to be asked to do much out there. We're going to be grounding and pounding. That's why I'm. I'm, I'm really. I wouldn't be too mad at us grabbing one of them tackles, preferably Greg Robinson. This guy is an animal. Um, he's a big, nimble guy. I, if he can come in and be our, our Orlando Pace or Jonathan Ogden type tackle, man, if they if they see him as that, man, snatch him up. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about these these recent free agent signings. You know, hopefully by the time y'all do a new podcast, Deshaun Jackson will be in silver and black. And I also want to just make one more comment about that. It's funny that. He said that the Raiders is his team growing up, and he actually, there's an article out now, or a tweet by Ian Rappaport, that uh, he actually let the Raiders know that he was interested in joining them before he even got released. So, and of course, the the, the pundits of ESPN don't want to don't want to say that. Actually, see that there's players that want to play for the Raiders. You know, so I'm 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 glad he's the type of signing man. We can we can get him to come and we have to turn this thing around. But uh, that's all I gotta say, man. And I'm out. All right, Raider Nation, peace. Yeah, we have been making some great free agent moves. I'm very positive about this team. Uh, as far as Djax goes, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson was using the Raiders. His agent was using the Raiders to make more money from the Redskins because the Redskins wanted to pay him. And they're, you know, they have an owner like Al Davis. Used to, he'll pay whatever. He'll pay the highest amount just to get the guy. So Deshaun Jackson, I'm glad he's in Washington. Watch him go. Fine. Good with, good with him. We are okay. We're going to be just fine, man. We don't need Deshaun to make it happen. And uh, that's what I mean about rumors. That's what I mean about agents starting shit. You know, a lot of that stuff is bullshit, man. So don't read into too much of it. And next we have the beast of Bakersfield. That would be Raider Jaime. Great fan. Great friend. What is going on, my brother? What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy? Raider Nation? This is Raider Jaime coming on Bakersfield. Hey, uh, just want to call in and uh, just... I'm. Um, Wanted to say I'm relieved that we didn't sign Deshaun Jackson. 
after uh, reading all the reports on on his uh, personality and all that crap that goes along with a conceited motherfucker, I'm glad we didn't get this guy. Cause I was uh, I was part of a lot of them. Cause you know he's a great playmaker, but he'd fucking destroy what Reggie has been building up to this point. I'm glad we didn't get him. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Reggie uh, building his team stronger from from the draft coming up next month. And man, it's gonna be an awesome locker room, man. This, this is the year that we've been fucking waiting for, man. Thank God for that. I feel so fucking confident, Raider Greg, with the uh, with the personnel that uh, Reggie brought in, with Tuck and and uh, and uh, Antonio Smith and Woodley and C.J. Wilson and bringing back Pat Sims. I'm glad he brought back Pat Sims because he's he could anchor that that line, man. When when he's in there, you know with with uh, Stacy McGee backing up and Crawford and Daniel Murrow and, and David Carr, man, it's it's gonna be badass, man. I love it. I'm looking forward to it. I love Terrell Brown, the add-on of that. I like Carlos Rogers, man. It's gonna be all fucking great, uh, great acquisitions that that Reggie's picked up, man. It's a fucking fine job. I'm just I'm I'm uh, optimistic, man, to this season, man. And you know me, man. I'm always positive, man, because the only one we're looking at it when we're going through all this turmoil. Uh, I hope to see you out there uh, this come uh, this coming year, with my son. It's gonna be a great fucking year, man. I could feel it already, man. And you know what? Just like you said, it feels like the Raiders of old bringing in that old, you know, the old veterans and stuff. Remind me of the seventies, my brother. I'm I'm right there with you, man. Looking forward to this year, man. And everyone out there, man, stay true, and positive, man, because. Matt Job, he's, he's going to fucking, he's going to prove some people wrong. He's got a big chip on his shoulder, man, and I can't wait till he displays what he can do out there, man. But anyways, man, just wanted to share that with you, man. I'm just happy that Deshaun's not on the team. Let the fucking dead skins fucking take his ass. But anyways, man, stay true, stay proud, stay positive. I'm out. That's right, the Raiders of old. That's exactly what it reminds me of. I mean, <laughs> look at Alzado. Uh, you know, look at the guys they brought in that were misfits elsewhere. The another, they were too old. The other team didn't want to use them anymore. Romanowski. I mean, the Raiders are built on personalities as these. And guys like this in the locker room will take guys like Pat Sims and bring his goat smelling game up too. Sims is a once-in-a-while play guy, and he needs to play more downs but he will man when he got Woodley in his grill or Tuck you mean that's what veterans do I think we got a good thing going man we need some a couple more pieces but hey I'm liking what we got if we could put this together I tell you the division better stand up and take notice baby because the Raiders we're coming back baby thanks for the call and our next caller is Kansas Raider What's going on, man? This is Kansas Raider coming to you, telling y'all thank you for having this podcast. Um, I need a vent now. Um, what the hell is Reggie McKenzie doing? This dude is killing me. Every single time I'm thinking, oh, we're going to get this player, we're going to get this player, this will look like a perfect match, cheap, everything like that. We don't even grab him. How the hell do we let Deshaun Jackson 
not even go to the building. What the hell is Reggie McKenzie doing over there, man? I was on his side. I was thinking, okay, he's just going to wait until next year to build up the vets in the, in the um, free agency. Then I, I see the things, he, the stuff he's doing, man, it's ridiculous. Charles Wilson is absolutely right. Man, that is Al Davis' dream football player right there. That is what Al Davis like, man. And I don't know if we're going forward or we're going downhill because I don't see anything that we drafted an actual – or not drafted, I'm sorry, an actual um, free agent. I don't see any good ones yet. I mean, there's some – he's, he's okay, but he's old. We've gotten all old people. Shop could be good. I don't know about him yet. But what the hell is he thinking, man? You do not let someone like Deshaun Jackson go. And we don't even have no freaking wide receivers. I'm sorry for venting like this, man. I am just pissed the hell off, man. It's time for success for the Raiders. We had over $35 million, over $50 million and money to spend, and we did absolutely nothing but got old-ass parts in the motherfucker. Excuse my language. You got the kids in the back. Don't want to, you know, touch the front of them. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this shit. Reggie, fix it. You can't fix it this year. Let the little bastard go. Fuck, man. I'm out. Well, my man, I understand your frustration, but you have to look at it like this. The players we have on the field, the veterans will play great football and motivate the other players to, to lift their game. You have to look at it that Matt Schaub will turn his game around and start hurling this ball all over the field to Reese, to Moore, to McFadden out of the backfield, to any wide receiver we pick up out of the draft, to Oshbury, to a tight ends. You know, I think that this team will do a great job. That's what I have to think. I have to think that Reggie's going to make a great draft pick this year because he's made it there. I got to I gotta think that our wide receivers have just enough time under their belts to start to blossom and turn into crazy, awesome players. Yeah, I know it's jacked up. I know we got some issues, and yeah, it could be shitty. But I choose to look at it as though we're going to go to the fucking Super Bowl, man, because we have a possibility. Thank you for the call, man. And next we have Raider Greg from Los Angeles. What's going on, man? Oh, you're oh, you're pissed. No podcast. <laughs> well, we're doing our best. What's up, man? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Greg calling from LA. Hey, how are you guys, man? It's been two weeks and I haven't heard a podcast. You're dying out here. Hey, um, let me see this time of year when there's not much going on. I'd like to hear some stories about encounters with Raiders. Uh, I was playing music at a place called Tonchos down in Manhattan Beach years ago, a Monday night, and it was kind of slow. No one in there but me and the bartender and the waitress. And all of a sudden, the stork comes walking in, Ted Hendricks, wearing a hot, wearing a top hat, Big long arms, and he comes up to me and says, uh, Crosby Sills and Nash, sweet Judy Blue Eyes, play it now or I'll slam dunk you. 
I said, oh, shit. Um, I don't really know that one. How about, uh, how about teach your children? He says, okay, play that. He tips me 10 bucks. He says, thanks. <laughs> Ted Hendricks, what a wild man. Um, anyway, that's all I had to say about today, other than it looks like the Raiders are going in the right direction. Reggie McKenzie's starting to get some good guys. I was sad to see Houston go. I like his attitude, but it's like we're getting some good guys, so hopefully we can have a good year. That's it. Have fun. Go Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going in the right direction. Uh, believe you me, if I didn't, you would surely hear about it <laughs> the minute it happens. Thank you for the call, brother. And our next caller, the Keeper of the Shield, the Holder of the Blade, the radiant and most elegant and most appropriately silver and black, my good friend, the Crusader, Rita. Hello, Raider Nation. Cue the music, Randy. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England, the home of the Oakland Raiders, on September the 28th this year here in London. Um, we're really looking forward to the Raiders coming. It's been a while since I called in, but uh, uh, as some of you guys know, I had major knee surgery uh, uh, earlier on this year, and I'm still in the recovery process. So uh, the Crusader Raiders are uh, not 100% back on his feet yet, but uh, this is the off-season, so this is when I have injuries, and this is when I can have my surgeries and everything else and get ready for uh, when Matt Shaw bleeds us uh, this, this coming fall uh, season here, including the trip to London. Hey, how many of them free agents must have thought the Raiders are going to London. I know what I'll do. I'll sign for the Raiders. So let's not worry about Deshaun Jackson. He can, he can, he can stay, stay up in Washington. You know, we don't, we don't need him. You know, we don't need no troublemakers. We've had enough trouble in the past. Let's stay with what we've got. Let's trust with Reggie. Let's uh, develop the team with Dennis Allen. Let's see what happens. I'm very excited about Matt Shaw coming to London. I'm very excited about the Raider Nation coming to London. And uh, uh, as you guys are aware, who are friends with me, me on Facebook or have seen the UK Black Hole page on Facebook, we've got lots of things that uh, we're planning. And so Raider Greg and Charmaniac, you've got to be on that plane. Come and stay with a Crusader Raider. We're waiting for you here in England. And the Bull Raider on his camera, we're with uh, Lisa. We can't wait to see you guys as well. And it's going to be a big party from the time that you arrive. You know, we've got so many wonderful sites to show people in London and things to do and our fantastic food and beer and everything else. You're going to have a great time here in London. So really, really, really get booking. Raider Greg, don't delay. Book today. Uh, it's time to get yourself uh, sorted and, and ready to go. We've got a big party planned for the Raider Nation on the 26th of September, and you can link up on that through my Facebook page or through my good friend Danny Lopez, who's uh, also on Facebook. Uh, the party's going to be at the number one sports bar in London. It's going to include Gorilla Rua, Aphrodisiac, myself, Skull Lady's going to be there, Raider Greg's going to be there, aren't you, Raider Greg? and the Bald Raider, as well as my good friend Fred Blitnikoff is going to be coming along uh, on the evening, and uh, we're going to have one hell of a party, and that's going on from uh, 7 o'clock in the evening through to 3 in the morning on the Friday night on the 26th of September, so we're going to have an awesome party then. Then we'll have another party on the Saturday, and then on Sunday morning we're going to have a huge big brunch in London uh, uh, before we head up to the stadium, all costumed up, ready to see the Raiders defeat the Dolphins in the black hole of Europe, Wembley Stadium. 
as I say, it's been a while. Radio Greg, I hope you're well. I've enjoyed listening to the podcast as always and uh, looking forward to the draft and uh, looking forward to everything else that's coming up. I'm very pleased with our free agency signings. I'm not uh, upset by some of the ones we haven't got and uh, let's see what happens. But as always, optimistic and I believe, as everybody else should, this is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider from London, England. I'm out. There you go, Raider Nation. Get your tickets. Yes, I have to get a ticket. There's no way around it. I wouldn't miss it. It's going to be silver and blacked out in London. It will be a blast. Keith is the master of ceremonies. He's getting it done. The Belitnikov, hey, this will be one epic Raider party that will be talked about forever. Listen, man, don't miss it. Check it out. Uh, The Black Hole uh, UK, check that website out. Uh, Man, it's sure good to hear from you, my brother. I hope your knee's doing better because we got a lot of walking to do when we get on over there, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be one hell of a party. Don't miss it. And my good brother, the West Side Pirate on West Side Pirate Radio. All right, Greg, West Side Pirate, West Side Pirate Radio. All right, Greg, hey, I'm celebrating my 40th year, man, in the Raider Nation, man. 40 years, man, incredible. Pop started taking me to the games back in 1974, and I just got hooked, man. I've been following my team ever since. As such, let me break down a little bit of Raiders history. All right, in all of the Raiders draft history, we've only had one quarterback, count him, one quarterback who's ever panned out in the draft, and that was back in 1969. We drafted a quarterback out of Alabama by the name of Kenny Stabler. Now, Ron Wolf, this was Ron Wolf's draft pick. He was a senior executive under Al Davis, and Al Davis uh, wasn't too sure about the pick. He said, okay, Ron, if you want, if you want Kenny Stabler, you're going to own this pick. Well, well huh, I tell you what, that was an incredible pick. Uh, if you examine the roster at that time, because on that roster in 69, there was two other quarterbacks, one by the name of Daryl LaMonica, who was our starter at the time, a a Raider great in Raider history, and also George Blanda. But the Raiders went ahead and put that second pick on Kenny Stabler. It panned out. Uh, We we, we remained winners in in perpetuity through the balance of uh, Kenny Stabler's career. He won the Super Bowl for us out of the 76th season, and that was significant because Ron Wolf was Reggie McKenzie's mentor in Green Bay. He sat directly under Ron Wolf. Ron Wolf, who only drafted Kenny Stabler and Brett Favre in his career, uh, Reggie McKenzie was was a uh, mentoree of Ron Wolf. Fast forward, and it's now Reggie McKenzie's show. I like what he's doing, but I've got to say this, Greg. I'm going to be very, very, very disappointed if we don't take that fifth pick overall and go quarterback. 
I like Matt Schaub, yes. We got a veteran, but just like back in 69, we had veterans on that roster, La Monica and Blanda, the Raiders were not afraid to take Stabler. We can't be afraid of taking Kenny uh, now. So that's, that's, that's what I'm hoping we're doing with that fifth overall pick. I like that kid out of Fresno. Carr, I think he's the real deal, uh, Holyfield, and I'm hoping we go in that direction. Also, just breaking down the rest of that offense, uh, we need a tight end. It's, a, it's one of the few holes remaining I see left on this offense. I'd like to see Marcel Reese converted from a fullback to a tight end. Uh, fast forward in Raiders history, uh, another fullback was converted to tight end very successfully in our history by the name of Todd Christensen. Todd Christensen was a great tight end, and this was the genius of Al Davis. He would take a uh, a uh, an athlete switch positions at times and and just did phenomenal things. Todd Christensen only won a couple of Super Bowls with us, and I think Marcel Reese could do the same kind of things. You just put the ball in his hands, and magic happens, man. I mean, the yards after the catch, Marcel Reese loose in in other teams secondaries would be a phenomenal thing. So I'm hoping to see that. Uh, I'd like to see a switch of positions because we don't have a tight end, man. And Marcel Reese, he's underutilized, but at tight end, I mean, he can really get it done. He's a big cat, 6'1", you know, 250-ish. Wow, he, he, he's got the body type. I'd like to see that happen. Another thing is Jones that we picked up from Green Bay. Uh, uh, McKenzie was there when he was there, too, a local kid from San Ho. Uh, I like the pick. He's going to uh, I like the pickup that is he's going to play the slot position. That's your possession wide receiver. Uh, that's your Tim Brown go-to uh, Fred Belipnikoff possession receiver. But we still need a wide receiver to stretch that field vertically. Vertically. Um, and, uh, you know, we got speedsters. They grow on trees. But do you have a receiver that can stretch that uh, that defense, keep the safeties uh, that free safety in particular, back on their heels. We don't have that. We need a tight end and a speedster with some hands still for this offense to be complete. I like what McKenzie has done with this offensive line. It's a good thing. Uh, he's rebuilt that offensive line. It's looking good. But, Greg, I still need a quarterback. I still need a receiver, that can, uh, uh, a true wide receiver, not a slot, that could stretch that secondary, and we got to have a tight end. Switch Marcel Reese on over, brother. We're good to go. So, hey, Greg, let me tell you, man, I'm excited. Uh, good things are happening. I'll call back later and break down that defense. But um, uh, the offense is shaping up, man. Okay, Gregory, one piece at a time, man. The puzzle's getting uh, completed. Okay, brother, right on, man. Well, there you go. You get solid knowledge. Uh, Westside Pirate, man, <laughs> I don't need to say much. Because he says it himself, very good historian, by the way. Uh, you know what? Marcel Reese as a tight end would be great because we really don't have one. Oshbury, he ain't making it um, unless he makes it this year. We need a speedster. Uh, we'll see. There's some good wide receivers in this draft we can pick up. Uh, maybe Sammy Watkins. I, I don't know. Uh, I would rather have a wide receiver at this point than a quarterback at that number five pick, especially if he's that guy, the Fitzgerald of wide receivers for our team. That would be epic move. Mixing him up with Schaub, uh, maybe getting a quarterback in later rounds. Um, but 
Man, we need a speedster. You're right. Thank you for the call, man. Always very good, man. That was epic. Well, that was it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Yes, sometimes you go a little time without a show. It is the summer. Life happens between podcasts. You know, that's what goes down. We must fish, too. There's a lot of stuff in the summer. Uh, You know, we're trying to bring you all the news and up-to-date what is going down in Raider Town. And with that, I am Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.